What is up, everybody? It's Zach and Amy with Being a Light. This is the morning show, everybody. Excited to be here. Let us know how you're doing down in the comments. This is live. This is new. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to be like, is it live? (laughs) It it is. It is the live. The live stuff. But we're glad. We're glad to be here. Excited to be hanging out with everybody uh, as we start a new uh, set of schedule. New new schedule. Yeah. If you didn't see, we posted yesterday, Sunday, July 5th. Yeah. Yep. Um, we did a short little video kind of explaining the week, but then we did like an actual, um, it was like a graphic, but it was just like kind of a layout of, our schedule for the week the things that are like timed scheduled we'll check in with you guys other parts of the week but mondays 8 a.m the main be a light show uh morning show now we're not are we gonna call it the be a light morning show or is it just i don't know it's just happening just happening in the morning yeah um i mean you can watch it any time of the day we're just doing it in the morning for us Mm -hmm. It'd be a totally different time of day when you actually watch this so you know we don't really have to do that but yeah um yeah be a light show will air will be live at 8 a.m yeah. monday mornings mm-hmm. tuesday evenings tuesday nights 7 p.m we'll do worship and prayer mm-hmm. so we've been doing that the last couple weeks wanting that to be a regular thing again so now it has an official time and then we talked about Zach having some teachings that he wanted to share. And we're going to do that like blog post style mm-hmm. on our Facebook and Instagram. So if you don't follow us there, go follow us. Um, but Thursday mornings at 8 a.m., those posts are going to go out. So mm-hmm. just something to read to kind of close out your week. And then we'll be checking in other parts of the week mm-hmm. Um we want to be able to be connected to you guys as much as possible. I know I said that yesterday, but that's that's really what we're wanting. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. And um, I know we have some other ideas in the works because we had like our Tuesday night like home group and we're kind of figuring out what to do with that next. But um, any other things that are going to be added on, we will let you guys know. But mm-hmm. um right now it's like we're just trying to have like a regular set thing for the week yeah that way you know we know how to meet up with each other because it's not this isn't supposed to be just us like talking at you guys yeah it's um, supposed to be a conversation yeah we want to be able to talk with you guys so mm-hmm. um let us know how you're doing if you're watching let us know in the comments um what time of day you're watching this if you're watching now and uh i just want to welcome a few people welcome daphne amber caleb and aubrey thank you for watching hope y'all all all are doing well today i'm excited Mm -hmm. i'm excited like getting it set in stone uh is always a good thing (laughs) it's always a good thing Uh, but i'm really really excited and we're also watching over on youtube as well so if you prefer watching on youtube other than facebook like, if you know someone that doesn't necessarily do Facebook, because I know not as many people do Facebook as they used to, 
Um, you can share the YouTube link with them, mm-hmm. and uh, they can watch it there because anybody can watch it on YouTube. So yeah. anybody can watch it on YouTube. I'll uh, I'll share the link in the chat over there so everybody has uh, the ability to go over to YouTube if you would prefer that. Uh, Jennifer, welcome to the stream. Hope you're doing well this morning. Um, so as Let's start with some prayer before we get into anything else. That's always a good way to start the day. So, Lord, we just thank you for the start to an amazing week, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just this week being awesome, that whatever the enemy is trying to bring against people, Lord, it shall not prosper. We bind it up in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just pray that people have a a fantastic day, Lord, that they will find favor in every area of their lives, Lord. As people are getting ready to go to work, Lord, we pray that you just pray, put a hedge of protection around them and around their minds, Lord, that anxious thoughts, we bind those up in the name of Jesus. Depression, we bind you up in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, that they have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Lord. And, Lord, we just give you praise that today is the day that you have made, Lord, and that they will have a wonderful day with you just being right beside them, loving them throughout the whole day. We just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Jennifer is doing okay. Glad that you're doing okay, Jennifer. Glad that you're here. Um, so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited too. I really feel like God's wanted to do something amazing this morning. And I know that he always does, but it's like, are we actually in tune with that? Yeah. Um but I just feel like there's something that he wants to do this morning and I'm excited to see what it is just as we're talking and talking with people. Um but yeah, let us know how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Let us know how you're doing down below. If you have any prayer requests, uh, anything uh, that's going on that you need us to partner with you in prayer, that's that's why we're here. That's that's something that we love to do. And if it's something that you would like to keep it private, you can either email us at be a light show at gmail dot com, or you could just message the page on Facebook, and it it just stays between Amy and I. Or you could um, just say unspoken I, request. Yeah, I just I need I need prayer. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, because everybody, you know, people we need to join together as the yeah. body in unity, lifting each other up. But it's like I don't want to just see him like let us know how you're doing, like if something is wrong. No, like <laughs> you know, give like, praise reports too. You know, if there, if there's things going on that are good, and you just want to give God the praise for, mm-hmm. like we want to be able to share that as well. Yes. Because your testimony can always help somebody else out. So, um, the good, the bad. Was it the the phrase is the good, the bad, and the ugly? But isn't bad and ugly like the same thing? I like, think ugly is worse than bad. Mm, well, the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the ugly. Oh, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I hope everybody is doing well this morning. Um. Just because it's the start of the day, I something that I'm trying to do um, is read in the Gospels 
just some some part of the gospel because every day you have to renew your mind you have to feed yourself the word of god yeah. and i think it's important that we just get into just something of the word mm -hmm. you know and I, I i challenge everyone to do this that it's not you know us it, it needs to be a personal thing but let's do it together let's mm -hmm. start the trend here okay I, i'm going to go to john i've been reading john i've been loving on some john lately uh i'm going to john uh let's go to john five i talked about this yesterday uh at church and everything but i i really really want to um to kind of get into this we're going to start in john chapter uh, john five verse one Afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the Sheep Gate, was the pool of Bethesda, with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, laid on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water bubbles up, someone else gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, who said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. <laughs> but the man replied, the man who healed me told me to pick up my mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that, they demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you are well, so stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. Mm -hmm. Then the man went to the Jewish leaders and told them that it was Jesus who had healed them. Now, I, I'm not going to go into all of what I talked about yesterday, yeah. but I, I love this story because people tend to like to stay in their situation. Hmm. People like to be in the place where they're comfortable. This guy had been crippled for 38 years. 38 years. And in the passion translation that's why it was a little different i was reading in the new living it had talked about this man walked again he knew what life was before being crippled yeah he knew what it is and a lot of us we know how life is supposed to be lived but we get into situations we get into mindsets to strongholds that put us into a position where we get familiar with things we stay in those things and Jesus even asked him, do you truly long to be healed? Mm -hmm. And the guy points to, yeah, but this, but this, but well, this. And it's like we were talking about it yesterday. You know, he sat there for 38 years, but did he ever ask anybody for help? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know other people are trying to get in, but it's like if Jesus and his disciples are passing through, and they weren't there to get help. It's like, I'm sure other people did as well. Yeah. And it's just like, and Jesus asking that, you know, people are like, 
it might seem like a weird question to ask, but it's just like, if you've been sitting here that long and you haven't even asked for help, do you actually want to be well or do you want to be able to sit here and not have the responsibility of being able to take care of yourself mm-hmm. or I don't know, being able to complain about it. I I don't yeah. know. Like it, it's just like, you know, and it's like, well, he couldn't walk, but it's just like, if the healing pool is right there and you're not asking for help to get in, like, I don't, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Like, yeah. I just, well, and it's, it's even know. where, you know, it's like, yeah, they had these, you know, coverings and all of that, that you could lay under. Man, I'd be telling my, if I, he had servants to bring him there, I'd be like, put me right beside the water. So I could just literally roll myself in there as yeah. soon as the angel disturbs the water. It's all in what you want. Mm -hmm. You can act like you want to be better, but your actions speak louder than your words a lot of times. But what I I really want to get down to this is Jesus like, stand up. He gave him the command and pick up your mat and walk. Mm -hmm. And I pointed this out yesterday. It's like he had to make the decision to stand up. He could have been like, this guy is crazy. This guy's this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. And he could have laid there for the rest of his life. Yeah. And like, I can't, I think it might have been your dad. Hey, Louie. I hope you're doing well. Um, like, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, it, um, I totally lost my train of thought. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> See, that's why that's the beauty of I was, was going to say, I don't know. But okay. he immediately, he stood up and he was healed. I, I love that because it's, he had to take the step of faith. He had to stand in faith. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like when Jesus healed the leopard, he touched the leopard first yeah. and then he was cleansed. That. I remembered what I was going to say. It was like Jesus, like he had just been sitting there and it was like, it's really easy for us. Like when something happens, whether it be something physical or whatever, Mm -hmm. like different things speak to different people. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it was Jesus word that, like encouraged him and it's you know spoke that he actually could get up and do this and for whatever reason that spoke to that man yeah and that's what he needed and it's like if you're just sitting there and like like i i know because i mean i think we've all experienced it where it's just like your mind kind of plays games with you and it's just like, can Mm -hmm. something actually really change? But it's like when you allow God to do something, like anything is possible with God, yeah, including being able to get up and walk again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, well, that's just like a story in the Bible, but like, like there are stories, testimonies of those kind of things happening all the time. Like God, is still working miracles and that's that's why we're talking about this it's Mm -hmm. not just 
good stories with good morals or what like these are actual things that can and do still happen and that's why we talk about it yeah and at, going through the rest of the story it's like he's doing exactly what he was commanded to do and then people are like well you can't do this that <laughs> you know and we we've talked about it a lot of times like it's like the pharisees are like oh those are the bad guys there's there's none of those around anymore but it's like how many times have people stepped out in faith and then other people around them will well you can't do that that doesn't make any sense or whatever it is or it's like a miracle happens right in front of you and it just seems so impossible that you just deny that it happened mm -hmm. and it's so easy to just because I, I know because i've been that person it's just so easy to just brush off things like well you know of course it was going to work out or you know like it's like when something good actually happens it's just like well that you know that was a possibility or or if something is just too good to be true it's like it must be too good to be true yeah but that's because we've been lied to mm -hmm. and you know like if you feel that way if you feel skeptical about it like i would encourage you to just pray about it but to actually like seek it out and yeah. like seek out the actual answer mm -hmm. behind it um but i know we've both experienced miracles yeah. in our own lives and when you actually are willing to believe that god is that good he's gonna it it just it opens everything up to being able to experience more of that goodness and to be be able to share it with other people yeah you know yeah and i think when people come against your breakthrough your miracle whatever it may be it may be just you simply like trying to change your life with the help of God. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? When people start, but why aren't, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing this? Uh, you know, that's when you have to keep stepping out on faith. Yeah. You don't have to answer to them. Yeah. You don't have to answer to them. If they're not going to support you, you might want to rethink your relationship with them. Yeah. And it's, you know, just keep stepping out on faith. Daphne said, my mom was healed twice, once from kidney disease and just recently from heart disease. Amen. That is awesome. Praise the Lord for that. Thank you for sharing that, Daphne. And we're like, that's what we're talking about. Like God coming through when there seems to be no way there's mm -hmm. through man. It is impossible, but all things through Christ Jesus are possible. Yeah. And it, it could be from, like Daphne was saying, her mom getting healed from kidney disease and heart disease, or it could be you just stop cussing, mm -hmm. you know, or it could be you stop yelling at each other, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's It could be as big or as small, but those small things open up bigger things down the road. Yeah. It's that heart change we've talked about a mm -hmm. lot, but I love after that, when Jesus finds the man again, he was like, you're healed now. Stop sinning. Mm -hmm. 
or something even worse could happen to you. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus, he, he didn't want to just heal him physically. He wanted him to be completely whole. He yeah. wanted him to live the life that he needed to live Yeah, as a testimony. He was a walking testimony for Jesus. <laughs> like, like when God does something in our life, it's, and I mean, he's always doing things, but mm-hmm. when we actually are willing to see that it's him doing it, willing to believe that, it opens up the door for more possibilities. Yeah. And, um, it's interesting to me, like when people are like, they get offended of the, like about the idea of like, like allowing God to do something in our life. Yeah. And it's like, well, God's sovereign and God's over everything and he's in control. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he is, but he's not controlling. He's not someone that tries to like manipulate us into doing things. Like, I mean, if that were the case, then there wouldn't be sin in the world. Judah, thank you for sharing the stream, brother. Thank you. I heard the, I was like, where's it coming from? (laughs) Um, but it's like, we, when we're talking about a God that is love, Mm -hmm. you know, someone that loves you is not going to try to control you or manipulate you. You know, they're going to tell you the truth and sometimes it's hard to hear the truth. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's also gonna love you. But it's like if you are if God's trying to work in your life and you're trying to control it on your own, like it's something he's been talking to me about. It's like you're not fighting the same way that he fights. Mm-hmm. And if you don't let him fight for you, he, he can't do anything. Yeah. And we limit what God can do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we limit God to what humans can do, what man can do. All the time. Yeah. And, you know, we're preaching to ourselves as well. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's we're continually having to renew our minds and like there was a verse Ephesians 3:20 that it still pops up every now and then but I felt like it was like chasing me down for a while um it's that God can do above and beyond what we could ever ask or think mm-hmm. and when that would like come up like God it was almost like he was just like think bigger Amy like yeah you know think higher mm-hmm. and you know when he, when he's saying that it's like you know look at my perspective i'm able to do absolutely anything yeah. so think bigger and higher from your heavenly perspective about the situations in yeah. your life yeah and i think 
Hey, Lance, how's it going? I think when we, because I have a very big imagination. Like, I do. But when God is like, can outthink, outimagine me, it's like, man, that, that boggles my mind. But there's times when the enemy comes in, it's like, well, that'll never happen. Mm. And then, like, I start, like, well, yeah, like, I start doubting things, so my imagination gets stifled. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God's like, no, no. He's like, you don't go down, go up. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm bringing you up. Mm-hmm. But back to your point where it's like, we have to let God take control. Mm-hmm. And that's a responsibility on our end as well. Mm-hmm. Because... If we don't let Jesus in the boat, I was talking about that yesterday, then we're going to be stuck in the storm. We're going to be in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. We're going to be stuck in the storm and wishing that we had the solution when it's looking at us right in the face. Can I read something that I wrote down yesterday? Yeah. Um, last night, I... I started well we were watching hamilton last night Mm -hmm. and when i it's like when i'm around like really good writing and things like that like it just inspires me to do that and but i don't know for some reason like god was just talking to me about like the holy spirit and my relationship with him and when you said that um like, in the Bible, like, it talks about the Holy Spirit being, like, this mighty rushing wind. Like, we know, like, Acts mm-hmm. 2, like, you... Anyway. Um, but I wrote down, He, the Holy Spirit, is like a mighty rushing wind. But if you aren't ready for a wind of change, if you aren't ready for Him to be the calm in the storm, you will sit on your boat and the scorching sun will beat down on you or you will be tossed by every wave until you drown. Mm. And like, like sometimes like when I'm just like sitting there and I let God just kind of talk to me and like, I've learned more recently that I'm, I process things more externally. Like I have to like talk through things. Zach is like the total opposite. Yeah, um, if you hear a really loud sound, the garbage truck is running outside. Um, sorry about that, but um, like like I like writing things out. I like to be like being able to talk about things, process my thoughts, yeah. <laughs> and like there's just been so many times when I it's like I say that I want something different because I don't like the situation. But I'm also not willing to let everything go because it's like when people aren't willing to let God do something, it's because there's something else that they want to hold on to because we inherently know, whether we like it or not, we inherently know that God, he expects certain things yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. But it's he's completely holy and it's like, he wants the best for us. He doesn't want us to be stuck in mindsets. He doesn't want mm. us to be stuck in bad behavior patterns or whatever it is. Yeah. And we know in drawing closer to him, something is going to be required of us. Oh, yeah. 
And it's like, well, that's not fair. But it's like, he isn't doing it to be controlling where it's like, you can only act this certain way. It's like, he's literally like, I don't want you to be filled with hate. I don't want you to be depressed. I don't want you to be addicted to certain things just to be able to cope and get through life. Mm -hmm. Like, those are good things. Oh, yeah. And for people to think that that's controlling is just an evil mindset. Mm -hmm. And I know because I've been that person. Yeah. It's funny. We were, um, your mom brought it up yesterday, but, um, it, the week before or something like that, um, like, you know, we got like hand sanitizer all around the church and everything. And, um, there was this bottle of hand sanitizer that was supposed to be like tropical smelling or whatever. But when you first like put it on your hands, it is like strong alcohol smell to the point where it, like it smelled like vodka. And it's like that specific smell, I know, <laughs> because I was a person that drank to cope with things and it was like i never considered myself like an alcoholic or anything like that but it was something that like i kept wanting to go back to in order to like deal with things or just it was something i felt like i needed in some capacity yeah and like just that smell, it was like it would bring back memories and the devil was like trying to like shame me through it. And it's just like, one, I don't want that. Yeah. And two, I'm not going to entertain thoughts of shame because that's not who I am anymore. And I've been forgiven of those things. Mm-hmm. And. Like, even when we do allow God to do something, like, the devil's going to try to convince you that it's not real. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're saying it's like, you need to accept your miracle, receive your miracle, but you also need to hold on to your miracle. Yeah. Because the devil will try to steal it, because that's just what he does. He kills, steals, and destroys. Mm -hmm. And he's not your friend in any capacity and he's not going to back off especially when you're fighting against him yeah like every time a miracle happens in our lives i told this to somebody a while back it's like let's get our miracle let's get god the glory and let's kick the devil in the teeth because that's what happens whenever (laughs) whenever god his power is allowed to come and do something in a situation the devil gets kicked in his teeth you know we've we've talked about this um i feel like you kind of say it better but it's like we're we're made in god's image and like he did that to just like irritate the devil like you know what i'm talking about Yeah, Like, like us being made in god's image is exactly what the devil longed for that's why he fell he wanted to be like god so what did god create he created billions of us <laughs> that are made in his image to, that actually get to host yeah the holy spirit yeah. inside of us and worship god everything that he wanted to be we are <laughs> and that's why he comes after us and just to go off just a second on uh what you were talking about you know shame and guilt and all of that it is completely from the devil mm-hmm. like once you are forgiven from things 
in even it says in John three seventeen that Jesus didn't come to condemn the world but to save it. Mm-hmm. Jesus never like he hung out with drunks, he hung out with prostitutes. Never did he condemn those people, mm-hmm. and that God will never do that. The Holy Spirit might convict to try to get you to change, but it's out of love. He's not condemning you, but shame, guilt, all of those things, that is from the devil. And once you've been forgiven, once you've asked for forgiveness, guess what? God forgets it. Yeah. God forgets it. He just, it didn't even happen. I think the Bible is like, he like cast it into the sea and he just, he doesn't even remember it. So it's like, if the devil tries to bring shame on you again, hi, Brian, I hope you're doing well. Um, like when he tries to bring shame on you mm-hmm. and then it's like, you feel like you have to like ask for forgiveness again. And God's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't remember. Like he, <laughs> like I've literally had him respond to me that way. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You need to forget this because it's not who you are anymore. Yeah. And it's like, if I've truly been forgiven, then why would I need to ask for forgiveness again? Mm-hmm. You have to actually believe that you are forgiven and hold yeah. on to that. And it's something that we have to walk in every day, mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Like, I know for us, like, that's something that we are challenging ourselves with is like, it is a daily walk and a daily fight. And it's like, well, I don't want to fight every day, but it's just like, that's what it is yeah. you know uh, it it talks about you know running the race you know you've got to train your body paul talks about it a lot paul loves <laughs> the race analogy but it's not a sprint it's mm-hmm. a marathon mm-hmm. and if you ever have been around people that do marathons one they talk about it way too much <laughs> but they have to not only just train their you know, their physical self, they have to train mentally because marathons are draining on all aspects of the body and mind because you have to like, okay, I, I can, you know, I can go so fast on this length. I, you know, I need to slow down, catch some, you know, this, that, and the other. It's a mental game mm-hmm. through all of it. And, you know, I think about a triathlon where they're, you know, swimming and biking and running and all of this, like, that's a lot of things to do. And, like, you have to know, like, our lives are not just like, okay, you're going to be going through this all of your life and you're going to be. No, it's (laughs) like the enemy is always trying to, like, he's got the same game plan, but he just keeps trying it out on different people. Mm -hmm. You know, so we have to be trained and focused and ready for anything. And if we're not, that's when we struggle. And yeah. we're like, God, where you're at? And he's like, I've been here the whole time. You just hadn't talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. How are you doing? Um, you know, and to think that like becoming a Christian, believing in God, I know I thought this when I was younger. It's like <clears throat> that means all the problems go away. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it's like because you are a believer and the devil knows the power that you have, he's yeah. probably going to come against you more yeah. to def- try to defeat you and keep you oh, yeah. from coming against him. But it's like, 
you know, you're talking about like this marathon. And it's like, it does seem intimidating when you're not thinking about it mm-hmm. in the way that we're supposed to, which is we're not doing that in our own strength. Yeah. You know, like life is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to tell you that. Like, life is hard. <laughs> I think everybody's experienced <laughs> that in some way. I mean, you know, it's not like there hasn't been, like, this worldwide pandemic going on. Or yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, but if we're trying to face all of that on our own, if we're trying to, you know, just dealing with emotions on our own, like, your emotions are going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we don't go by feeling, we go by faith. And when we believe that God is our strength every day, and we have to remind ourselves of that, but when we live like that, we are able to to run that marathon. We are able to have longevity. Like, (laughs) you're talking about marathon. I was like, I mean, you really have to, like, train for that. But it's definitely like a long suffering kind of oh, experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that that's what I mean, that's one of the fruits, fruits of, of the spirit, spirit yep. is long suffering. And it's like being able to like endure. And, you know, something that God's really been reminding me of is that like whenever I'm experiencing like pain um in any capacity, um Layla has been in the heart. Um, it's like Jesus has experienced this. Yeah. And he experienced it and then he died for it. It's not going to control me. It's not going to stay like this forever. It doesn't feel good in the moment, but yeah. I don't let that feeling control me. I don't let that sit and stay. And you don't allow it to become your like normal. No, it's not who I am. It's not my identity. And I feel like so many people do that. And when you do that, you're allowing a lie to be your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you hear sirens, it's on our end. I feel like usually it doesn't come through, but, you know. Well, I'd rather say it than people think they're getting pulled off (laughs) if they're driving to work. Guys, we hope that you're having an awesome day with us. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that like button, subscribe, follow, yeah. all those different things. Uh, we also have in the description, if you'd like to donate to Be a Light, you have yeah. the option to do it. It uh, helps keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there was something that I wanted to touch on from what you were saying. The devil uses fear. Mm-hmm. He uses fear. That's all he's got is fear. Mm-hmm. You know, anything else is as a derivative of fear, lust, anger, all of these things are derived from fear. And it's, you know, whatever it is, that's what it's derived from. And that's, it's so easy to give into it if we do not renew our mind. Yeah. And it's first, Tim, second Timothy, second Timothy one, seven. Yeah. Tell them what it is. Um, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. I read it in the Passion the other day, and it was like, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. 
which gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. I think that's yeah. what it said. Um, I really like that. Just like, I mean, it's usually like capital S, spirit, uh, say Holy Spirit, but I like that it's just outright, like yeah. Holy Spirit. Like, yeah. And when things are coming against you, when fear is trying to come against you, that is a verse to stand on. God's love conquers fear. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I, I wanted to spell the myth because I, I think a lot of people, and I think I've even thought about this this way when I was younger. God and the devil are not on an even playing field. It's not a 50-50 kind of thing. Uh, it's not like you know God's wearing the the white hat. He's a cowboy, and the devil's wearing all black. You know, and he's the bad guy. Like God is like on a totally like he's in a totally different existence the devil is a created being yeah okay god created him yeah he just he fell because he wanted to do his own thing yeah so the devil does not have more power than god you know Mm -hmm. and trying to elevate him that's what he wants he wants people to elevate him to where he's an equal to god but he's not Mm -hmm. he's not even created in his image we are (laughs) so we cannot allow the devil to have that control in our lives. We cannot give him that honor yeah. because he, he doesn't deserve that honor. Yeah. So when situations come up where it's like, I can either respond in fear or I can respond in love. It's, it's like the, the garden, you know, love's not going to look always the prettiest, you know, it's not going to be, you know, the easiest, you know, yeah. Uh, if you ever think about like fruit that's really good, usually there's like thorns around it. There's stuff to protect that bush, that tree, that fruit. And then things that are really easy usually aren't that good tasting. They might even be poisonous, you know? <laughs> so you might have to work a little bit more to go towards love. It might take more of you moving and doing things and changing how you you do things but it's worth it in the end yeah it's worth it in the end and perfect love casts out all fear right and the only time we fear is because we fear judgment Mm. and if we fear judgment then we have not experienced perfect love yeah and that and that's something that i've really had to deal with like over the last two or three years is just irrational fears trying to come against me and standing on that word standing in the love of god that i am loved that he sent his son to die for me that i was worth it and that's how much he loves me that he did all of that to bring me into relationship with him Mm -hmm. and that this fear it's 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 not worth the time um the Part of the word Zach's talking about is First uh, John four. So if you want to go check that out, you can. Like, you you said something earlier where it's like, um, <coughs> we have to decide. And I think, like, analyze our behavior. Are we 
responding in fear and love and like mm-hmm. um if we're not completely sure and i mean this happens to anybody it literally happened to me this morning it's like i don't really know how to act in this situation yeah. um it's like how do i respond in love mm-hmm. am i responding in fear like i don't yeah. want to do that so it's like we really have to know how God acts. We like, um, I know I've heard this many times, but it's like, um, in talking about Moses, he, like the Bible says, like the Israelites, like they knew God, they have like a knowledge of him, but Moses knew his ways. Mm-hmm. talking about like knowing his attitude knowing his behavior knowing his actual desires yeah and um when we when we know that when we actually know and believe that god is all loving and that he actually is that full of grace that grace is meant to empower us yeah. to do the right thing you know there's a lot of confusion about freedom and freedom isn't being able excuse me to do whatever you want freedom is the ability to do the right thing yeah and that's what god's done he's created freedom for us Mm -hmm. but the only way we know how to do the right thing is by knowing him yeah and you know it's it's learning the word and that's why you know we say it all the time we've been saying it this morning but it's just like we have to put that into ourselves every day yep and we have to be talking with him and allowing him to speak into every part of our lives like Mm um something that i used to do a lot more and i'm trying to do it more again um when I go shopping, like even just asking God, like, what should I be buying? And, you know, there's, there's times when it's like, I know for me, like when we've been on a tighter budget and everything, it's like, I almost feel like guilty about buying things, but it's like, you have to like, you have to live. And you have to, you know, they're just things that you need to do. Mm -hmm. But it's also like in in doing that, when it seems like I shouldn't be doing that, it's also like I'm purchasing something because I have faith that God's going to continue to provide. Yeah. I know that that might sound odd. I don't know. But um, if I'm like, holding on to money it's you know money is just a thing but it's supposed to work for me yeah it's not supposed to control me yet not supposed to work against Mm me and if i'm willing to work and willing to help in the provision and i'm also willing to believe god to be my provider i don't have to worry about that and i don't have to let it control me but it's also like 
spending money wisely. Like, I'm just trying to give, like, a practical application, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just, like, it's literally, like, allowing him to speak into everything, even how you spend your money. Because if I spend it the right way, then there should always be more than enough. Because he's never going to leave me lacking. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and finances have been something that I personally have struggled with dealing with fear. And it's something that through really trusting God that I have been able to get better and better at. It's it's not something that I'm perfect by any means. Uh, literally this week was having some, you know, some in, in, interesting uh, thoughts and all of that about it. But when it came down to it, I, I just gave it over to God. I was like, I know you're going to provide for whatever we need. You know, I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just going to give you glory. Mm-hmm. over everything because you know when it comes down to it if you value money over your relationships mm-hmm. you know with god with family with friends then you are making that your god yeah whatever you are not willing to give up is what your god is yeah. and somebody made a really good comment about yeah. that picola azian material possessions are fine so long as we Commit, don't commit adultery through said possessions. Yeah. And someone made a point, and I think it was uh, Rudy Waters. He's uh, an evangelist in Pensacola. He's, oh, yeah. He goes all over the place. He's from Freedom Church. He was like, maybe us reconsidering all of the idols that we have up might be God dealing with our hearts and how we've been idolizing oh, yeah. the wrong things. And that's like overall, that's not just, yeah. you know, one side or the other. It's, you know, we haven't put God in such a prominent place in our country. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest here, people. We haven't put God in the place that he needs to be. Yeah. And we were even having this discussion. We idolize our founding fathers. I feel like I went like on a rant about it last night. <laughs> you did. I, you know, I don't want to get into that, but you know, when we're like I just said, when we're not willing to give up things, and I'm not saying tear everything down or anything like that. I'm saying when things become so important that you put them above God, you put them above other people, yeah. then you have to make the right decisions. You have to make some some changes in your thought process through, you know, all of these different things because God wants a relationship. It's not just a, it's not just a, you know, go to church on Sunday and pray to me a few times in the week when you need something. No, he wants to be your best friend. Mm -hmm. He wants to be there all the time. He sent the comforter to us for a reason. He wants to be in our lives every second of the day. Even when we're sleeping, he's there pouring into our spirits because the our body might need rest, our minds might need rest, but our spirit is always going. And that's the kind of relationship because prayer is not just, a, oh, God, I'm such a horrible person. Like prayer is not meant to be that way, but man has made it that way. Yeah. 
and we we've got to do change we've got to make some changes in our lives mm-hmm. i'm like <clears throat> i know it kind of went on around there guys <laughs> um like god isn't he's not behind covid he's not behind the racial issues going on right now he's not behind any of that no. but god uses what the devil tried to use for evil mm-hmm. for our good. And, you know, if we're not, because I, I saw something the other day. <clears throat> um, I know uh, if you haven't seen, like in California, they're trying to like regulate and keep churches from, um, to keep churches from worshiping and everything and somebody on tiktok which there are a lot of if like if you're not a tiktok person like that's fine but if you are and uh like there are a ton of people who are like preaching the gospel on there who are even getting like taken down from tiktok but they're like they're just getting back on there and doing like it's really, really awesome what God's doing over there. But, um, and it's all over social media, but um, someone made a TikTok that was just like, well, this like ordinance came out about the worship and everything. And then there was like this huge like storm and there was like flooding. And it was like, I don't think this was a coincidence. I think God was, and I was just like, shut up. Yeah. The, the death and gloom thing is like, no and like and i know people can be like well what about the old testament and everything but it's like when god would bring or when god would allow a calamity to happen we tend to forget that there was like years and years god god was always like the 40 year person but i know there were times when it was longer but it's like when you read the old prophets it's like like I read I went through Jeremiah um sometime last year and it was last summer. Last summer. And it was like it was so hard to get through because it was just like he was for years and years and years was telling people to, you know, mm-hmm. turn to God and they just didn't want to do it. And he was like, Look. If you keep doing this, you're going to bring on yourself yeah. all, of these, all, all these all this calamity. And they were just like, whatever, we don't care. And like, and then it happened, and then it was like, oh, woe is me. Why is this happening? It's like, because I told you it was gonna happen. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and if we're not willing to listen and we're not willing to change, mm-hmm. like, hello. But yeah. it's like God isn't just, like. He's not going to flood a state because they, you know, like, no, like natural, no, just no, no, no. But like the condition of California, like, I feel like most people outside of California, unless, and there are good people in California, I love bethel i love there's so many amazing people out there so much art and creativity that's where azusa street 
happened, like yeah. all of these awesome revivals. The Great American Revival. I mean, it's yeah. like the Vineyard Movement. Yeah, Jesus I mean, like, movement. don't tell me that. But it's just like, I mean, most people I feel like think that it's just like this crazy place filled with confusion and and yeah. all this stuff and like. And there is a lot of that. Yeah. But there's also the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. And it's... <sighs> Stop judging people. That That's what I'm trying to get to. I, I Like, I, I had this thought, you know, like, all of this great revival happened, and it was in the midst of a lot of things. You know, Hollywood was there. All of these different things. But God chose to use that place and i think about paul paul literally would find like the worst place to go mm -hmm. and go straight into the middle of hell essentially and then create a church yeah <laughs> and clear it out get it established and then put someone that he trusted in place mm -hmm. and then go to the next place yeah and that's what the believers like the believers out in california are very vocal yeah very vocal and they stand up they vote for what they believe in they mm -hmm. they do so many things that i don't think other places that because they constantly are having conflict so they're having to be really strong and stand their ground other places we don't have that conflict and that's because we've taken for granted being able to just believe what we believe without people coming against it yep. and like um, if you don't know who Robbie Dawkins is, go look him up. He's really awesome. Um, he's now over like in Afghanistan and Iran. Um, he's training up people to spread the gospel. Yeah, and I've seen him post it a few times, but he posted it again the other day, and he's like, "Stop telling the Western Church us." to pray against persecution in the Middle East because we want more revival. And it's like, that's a really bold <laughs> statement. Yeah. And like, I mean, we freak out whenever like family persecutes us. And like, I mean, it, it's not great. It doesn't feel great, but it's like, I mean, there's literally people like dying. Yeah. And you know, I mean, that sounds just like Peter. It's like when they were arrested in the Bible for preaching and then they get out and it's like, Peter's like, give us more, God, give us more of the same thing. Like, it, we can't be afraid because it's like we should be able to use the freedom that we have in speaking mm -hmm. the truth and the gospel Otherwise, I think it will be taken away. Yeah. And that's, like, it's trying to start to happen. Yeah. And, like, I, I feel like we've been kind of all over the place today, but it's, like, I mean, nothing is exclusive yeah. from each other. And it's just, like, if we're willing to walk in love, walk in power, um, we... We are going to be able to witness to people. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what we're trying to do right now. Yeah. And, you know, we can't 
we can't cower back from that because if we do and we're not using the freedom and the power that we've been given yeah. the devil's going to come in and try to take it if we're not willing to fight for mm-hmm. it then you will lose it yeah and there's people who are literally dying and fighting for their lives in order to be able to share the gospel and it's like why does it take the extreme for yeah. us to rise up yeah it shouldn't no matthew 5 verse 10 says this this is about what amy was just talking about when you started speaking i like i know the verse <laughs> How enriched are you when you bear the wounds of being persecuted for doing what is right? Mm -hmm. For that is when you experience the realm of heaven's kingdom. How ecstatic you can be when people insult and persecute you and speak all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. Mm -hmm. So leap for joy since your heavenly reward is great. For you are being rejected the same way the prophets were before you. And, like, that's Jesus talking right there. You know, it's him being, like, upfront and honest. It's like, it ain't going to be a cakewalk if you're doing it right. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I love the what would Jesus do, like, bracelet, you know, idea from the 90s. Like, it's so, like, people have allowed it to become cliche. Yeah. But it is so perfect for right now because if you look at all the situations that are going on in the world from covid to the racial issues to anything if you look at jesus you have the answer Mm -hmm. you have the answer everything that he did was showing how we're supposed to live yeah there's no if ands or buts exceptions or tacked on whatever whatever jesus did is what we're supposed to be doing how did he treat people? He treated them with love. Yeah. He literally went out of the way to go through Samaria. Actually, he went more directly, but no one wanted to go through Samaria. But he went through Samaria to talk to a Samarian woman that needed to hear what he had to say. Mm-hmm. And Jews and Samarians, guess what? They didn't get along at all. That's why they avoided going through there. They'd add three days to their travel to just avoid going through there. But he showed them love, and then he ministered to a whole town, and they were saved. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. That's how we're supposed to be treating people that we might not agree with, how they might not agree with us. That's what it's just so important, you know. And then about sickness and all of this, think about Isaiah. When he's prophesying about Jesus, by his stripes, we are healed. Yeah. You said something. um, I know we're getting close to an hour. Um, You said something just to kind of wrap up. Like, you know, when we look at Jesus, we have the answer. But sometimes the answer is not getting the answer that we want. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, why is COVID still going on? It's like. Maybe because we need to still be praying about it. Yeah. Praying against it. I mean, the Bible says whatever we whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. Like we can't accept things that wouldn't be happening in heaven. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in the name of Jesus, COVID is over. Yes. In the name of Jesus, people are healed. And are healthy. Yes. And 
God can bring people back from the dead, mm-hmm. the snap of his finger. But are we willing to believe that? Yeah. And we're challenging ourselves with that as well. I mean, I feel like we've just been going at it this morning, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, <laughs> uh, happy <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> but like, I mean, but it's like we are going to have a better week if we actually are realizing that God is love and that he's so full of love and that he actually is trusting us to recognize his power in our life and that mm-hmm. he is going to do something through us. Because, yep. of course, God doesn't want COVID. But yeah. God isn't moved by need. And that might sound cold, but it's like if God is moved by faith and us actually yeah. wanting him to be a part of the situation. Yeah. If he does, if we don't want him to be a part of it, he's not going to be a part of it mm-hmm. because he's not going to force himself on you. So yeah. do we want God to take COVID away? Or are we just going to keep trying to figure out how to get rid of it in our own way? Yeah. And like, I know that people are trying to do their best to bring solutions. And I know that God is working through people, but we have to continue to keep praying. And I know we have things going on in our own lives besides, you know, what has been affecting Mm -hmm. the world. It's like, you know, there's the macro problems and then the, you know, my, like micro is in like in our smaller individual lives, yeah. families, whatever. Um, not that the issues are smaller. Um, like I know that there's there's just stuff going on. There's stuff that we're having to work through. But God, he cares about those problems and he yeah. wants to be the solution to those mm-hmm. problems. We have to let him be the solution. And every other solution that we can come up with is going to be less than because God is always more than enough. Yep. So we're not trying to like beat you up with this. We're trying to encourage you to continue to pray, continue to allow God to invade in every situation. We're doing that for ourselves as well Yeah. because he really does care and he really does love you and he really wants to be a part of every part of your life. So mm-hmm. allow him to be a part of it and realize that you have the power within you through the Holy Spirit, if you believe, to speak to these things and tell these things where to go, <laughs> back to hell, where they belong. It's not weird. That's what Jesus did. That's what the disciples did. And we are disciples. So that's what we have to do too. Yeah. And with disciples, they're disciplined. They have discipline. And they continue to press forward. It's easy to give up. Yeah. It's harder to live. Yeah. It's harder to live the life that we're called to live. And Zian gave some verses, uh, John 15, 18 through 27. I'm not going to read all of it, but 26, you were talking about, we've got Jesus. We've got the things that we need inside of us. And he's talking about uh, the Holy Spirit here. This is verse 26. And I will send you the divine encourager from the very presence of my father. He will come to you, the spirit of truth emanating from the father, and he will speak to you about me. 
and you will tell everyone the truth about me, for you have walked with me from the start. Hmm. And if we're really reigning in life, if we are, we've got, like, we are supposed to be reigning in life. We are not supposed to be cowering. We're not supposed to be hiding. We're not supposed to be silent. Yeah. If we're reigning in life, we are doing that. And you will tell everyone about the truth mm-hmm. about me. Um, one last thing. Like when it says like the comforter will come, so many people want Jesus just to be the pat on the back. Yeah. Comforter, soothe my feelings. But, I mean, Jesus, he cares about your mm-hmm. broken heart. Psalm says he catches every tear that we cry. Um. But he's also calling you above those feelings, telling you that they don't control you. And there's actually more comfort in being able to rise up above things Mm -hmm. and them not control you than to sit in them and try to console your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, we hope that you have enjoyed this morning. I I know we kind of hit a lot of different topics, but I can see the thread that God oh, yeah, wove yeah, through yeah. all of them. And we just hope that you enjoyed the first Monday morning show of Be A Light. This is going to be our new time. We're going to be here every yep. Monday morning at 8 o'clock. So go ahead, hit the like button. If you enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button. If you're over on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, hit follow. It helps out a ton. And share it with somebody that needs encouragement. Share it with somebody that that needs to hear what God is doing. Yeah. Like, I feel like we were really, like, going at it this morning, but it's like that intensity is just feeling the need for us to rise above these situations. And God has already won the victory, mm-hmm. and we just have to be a part of that victory. Yep. And... This is an encouraging word. I mean, I I feel encouraged. I feel pumped. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I, I can go pick up cars right now. <laughs> through oh, through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. I feel We're not gonna go through cars. <laughs> I feel energized because that's how God wants us to live is yeah. get into his word, get with one another, and just be a community that we strengthen each other. You know, as iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend. That's mm-hmm. what we are doing here. So, guys, if you need prayer, if you need to reach out to us in any way, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Reach out to us there, or you can email us at show at gmail.com. We're here for you. Tomorrow night is going to be awesome at 7 o'clock. Amy's going to be leading some praise and worship. Mm-hmm. So put it on your calendar. Let's come together. Let's worship together. It is going to be fantastic. And then Thursday, we have our blog post, which is going to be uh, one of my, what do you call it, a message? I think we've been saying teaching. Yeah, my teachings. I teach on Sunday at our church and everything. uh, And just fresh word of God, just sharing what God has been giving me uh, throughout the week and everything. So uh, just look for that on our social media and everything. But mm-hmm. I've really, really enjoyed getting to sit down this morning and yeah. excited to, from now on, get to start the week like this. Mm-hmm. So put it on your calendar, everybody. We look forward to getting to hang out with you coming Monday. Why don't you wrap up with prayer? 
Um, okay. <laughs> but let's let's take just a few more minutes of just praying and just getting into that. Lord, we just thank you that you are with us, Lord, and that you have given us all the power and authority that we need, Lord, that we have the full armor of God, Lord, and that we are mighty through you, Lord. God, I just pray that today we feel equipped, we we feel the awesome power that you have given us, Lord, and that we do not forget that after today, that we don't just take off the armor and leave it in a corner, Lord, that we pick up our sword every day, Lord, that we develop a relationship with you that cannot be broken by just mere circumstances, that, God, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that you are above every situation, Lord. God, we just join together right now that in your name, this world system is broken off, Lord, that this COVID-19 is destroyed in the name of Jesus, Lord. We join together that we just give you our country back, Lord. We bind up the things that are trying to destroy us. We bind up the things that the devil has tried to put in place. We bind up all of these things, Lord, and we give our lives fully to you in every single way, Lord. God, I just pray right now for all the people that have spent time this morning and the people that will listen on the replay, that they will get what you're saying, Lord, that they will have that seed planted in them, Lord, and that others will water. But, Lord, that there is a harvest there is a harvest that Thank is being you, happening, Jesus. Lord, that there are people that are ready to harvest what you have planted. Thank you, Jesus. God, I just give you praise. I pray that the rest of this day is amazing for people, Lord, that you just show them love. You just shower your love on them, Lord. God, if they're going through situations where they thought that there was no way out of it, Lord, you, that you show them the way, that you are the way and you take them by the hand, and you guide them, Lord, and you show them the love that they desperately need right now. God, I just give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, we appreciate you so much. This has been Zach. And Amy. Y'all have a blessed week.